Welcome to episode 10 of A Personal Capstone, Ulysses and BC Epiphanies, with your host, Thomas Mogan. Today we move on to chapter 10, Wandering Rocks. This chapter was one that was a little bit more difficult to find some sort of strong internal monologues or pieces of dialogue that represented a window into one character or another's true feelings and emotions. Wandering Rocks, throughout the hour or so in Dublin, jumps around varying characters serving as the focus but the foundational interpolations create some sort of sense of stability throughout the chapter. For me, this chapter read much clearer and cleaner than Still in Tributes, or really most of the chapters of this book before I'd read. It was a little bit more of a narrative style that I was used to reading and understanding to, as opposed to the internal monologue that readers of Ulysses have been confronted with throughout so far. Jumping from character to character was a little confusing at first, especially considering so many of them were kind of new characters we hadn't visited with much yet. But as the chapter moved through the streets of Dublin, so too did my understanding and comprehension of what was happening increase. The piece of this chapter that stuck with me the most personally was that towards the very end, where I began to understand a little bit more of what was happening, and the focus in this section being placed on the son of poor old Paddy Dignam, Master Patrick Aloysius Dignam, who was spending his time out of school running errands for the family, which he became the eldest male. I wasn't expecting to see much of the Dignam family throughout the rest of the book after a funeral for Patty, and I less so expected for the younger Dignam to become one of the characters we were able to get a glimpse inside the mind of. What struck me during Dignam's section out of the total of the the chapter were the candid thoughts of a young child who just lost his father and was trying to make sense of anything. The writing fits perfectly the mind of a young child, not thinking in the bigger picture of what was going on, but remembering the tiny details that a younger person might. Once he begins to grapple with the death of his father, he brings some heartbreaking thoughts to the forefront. On page 207, never see him again. Death, that is. Pa's dead. My father's dead. He told me to be a good son to Ma. I couldn't hear the other things he said, but I saw his tongue in his teeth, trying to say it better. Now, death is not something I would say put a large mark on my BC experience quite. I'm blessed enough that grief in that manner hasn't entered my life in the same ways that I've seen it do to so many other people. I've only really ever seen it from the outside looking in, especially during these past four years. I haven't understood those same feelings or emotions in such a long time, which has been a blessing for myself, but I have seen the toll it can take on other loved ones. To see the process from outside in real life is heartbreaking as well. You wish you can do something, anything, to alleviate those sort of pain and suffering from those that you love, but you just can't always. To get a glimpse into the mind of the younger Dignum helps to see what those with grief in their life can struggle with. Something as small as being out in an errand, it can seep into his mind and create these heartbreaking moments, which is something that is just heartbreaking to see. That's episode 10 for today, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.